eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Oh, yes, it is podcast time. Uh, Jerry Recco continues uh, his uh, world tour. He's in Chicago. To do Cowboys uh, Bears tonight, so Eddie Scazzeri joins me. Hello, podcast people. And Eddie and I both screwed up yesterday's podcast. We did the we put in the post game podcast, which was me and Jerry, right? And then I edited in the previous day's warm up show by accident, and Either- I forgot to. To put it in there. You forgot to put it in there, and then I grabbed the one that was labeled the wrong date. Right. So a double error on our part. But in, good indeed. news Good news today, a double feature of the warm-up show. So we'll have this podcast that Eddie and I are doing, mm-hmm. then me and CeeLo from the warm-up show this morning, then me and Jerry from the warm-up show the previous morning. From Wednesday, yes. From Wednesday. So that's going to be an extra long podcast for you. Yeah, probably about 45 minutes. Oh yeah, about 45 minutes. Uh you're not a do you wear glasses, Eddie? I do. For reading only? Uh no, for distance. Oh, for distance. For driving at night. Okay. Maybe you can help me with this if you cannot, perhaps someone listening can. I wear glasses for reading. Mhm. When I'm not reading something, I don't have the glasses on. During the show, 4-hour show, when I'm reading computer screens, screening phone calls, I need to put my glasses on, take my glasses off, put them on, put them off, put them on, put them off, put them on, put them off for four hours. My ears, where the glasses are sliding on and off, on and off, is is getting irritated from the, they're not too tight. I've tried Googling this to get a solution. Mm-hmm. It's the sliding on and off motion. Okay. What do I do? Well, um... Have you tried maybe or investigated putting something on the ends of the uh, earpieces? I did. Like a little slip of some fabric that won't irritate your skin as much? Yeah. See, I I put into Amazon. I was just trying different like eyeglass accessories and things. And there it seemed to be some sort of like uh, silicone Mm -hmm. that can go on the end. Okay. But wouldn't that just be rubbing up against? Well, I think it would be less. If I put silicone on the end of my yes. glasses. Unless you're allergic to that. Great. Yeah, because I don't know what to do. It's like really starting to yeah, it hurts. bother me. Yeah. I wish I could just wear the glasses all the time. Can I do that or no? You, you can get the, uh, I guess, progressive, I think they're called. Yeah. Progressive lenses. That seems weird. Where when you look down... Mm-hmm. And you have to get used to it. Yeah, you look down, you'll you'll get the prescription part, and then when you look up, it's either no prescription or a very light distance prescription. And I have the exact opposite, where when I look up, I'll get the distance, and then when I look down, it's a very very slight reading uh, help. But yeah. I don't really need it for help for reading. But I've noticed, and this year it's been getting worse. Where I'm sitting in the control room, I have to look at about four or five different computer screens. Yes. 
And my so my focus is constantly shifting from the log where I have to write things down to these screens where I have to read things. And I've noticed that the screens are getting harder for me to yeah. read. So I actually brought my glasses into the studio today. And I only put them on once because then I forgot. Because I tried it before, but I'm not used to it because I don't do it all the time because I don't care. Um, and the shifting of the focus and yes, it no good. may be nauseous. It'll give you a headache too. That too. So, I, But if I did it all the time, I am told I would become uh, accustomed to it. All right. So I may have to start doing that, like wearing them all the time. Yeah. I, I can't see the numbers on the for the commercials. <laughs> it's uh, hard for me to see. So those tuning in uh, via the television will see both of us in glasses now. Potentially. That's exciting. Not really, but uh, it's something. Uh, today on the show, uh, uh, a, a fella named Don who uh, writes to me uh, often on uh, Twitter. He mm-hmm. he listens to the podcast. He called into the show today. Mm-hmm. He said the word Schween a couple times. Yes, I heard that. Uh, he called about the documentary on Netflix called Game Changers, which okay. is uh, about going to a plant-based diet. You seem to me the type that might want to try the plant-based diet. Oh, for sure. And I, I've tried the Impossible Whopper. Yeah. And I liked it. It was fine. Side by side with the real Whopper, I could totally taste the difference, I'm sure. But it was not terrible at all. And I've actually thought about having not a total vegetarian diet, but a a more vegetarian diet, yeah. eating less meat. Right. Less red meat or re- less chicken as well? Uh, all of it. All meats. But for sure, less red meat and then, you know, less chicken. And we'll see how it goes. But, you know, we are evolved omnivores like dogs and bears that we need to consume a certain amount of animal protein. We do, right? And I'm sure there are people out there, oh, you don't need it. You can do this. You get your protein from other. Yes. Okay. And you'll live and be okay. Um, but I think your best health is probably includes um, some meat like it has since our species evolved. Right. Which is about uh, 200,000 years. And a guy wrote to me, said, oh, you should check out the ingredients of the Impossible Burger or the Beyond Burger. Like as if that I, I did look nutritionally at them. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not healthier than a hamburger. Well, in but, terms of no... Like the fats and the oils, maybe uh, they still have a lot of that stuff in it. It's just, it's not an animal, right? Right. So you're not consuming a previously living animal. I think that's but, the reason why people eat the Impossible Burger, not to say I'm eating healthier, because mm-hmm. I don't know that you are. Okay, but no, it does sure. have a lot of sodium. Has a lot of which sodium. Which is why it tastes halfway decent. Yeah, it did have fat in it, and. I guess. Well, though, what kind of fat could it be? Eddie? Maybe oils, like olive oil or yeah. something. I don't know. Plant fat. Right. Well, I mean, there is, you know, corn oil, uh, vegetable oil. And I do worry about what I brought up on the actual show today, that when Chris Sims, who used to fill in here, he used mm-hmm. to eat Akashi soy cereal. Oh, boy. He would eat all the time. And then the one, he would he would bring a, a bowl with him. He would bring his cereal with him. And for some reason, he always thought we had milk here. And he always used to take my milk. He thought our quote-unquote kitchen had milk in it. Right. Which it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But the one day he showed up uh, with no cereal, and I asked him where his cereal was, and he said he was having boner issues and realized his doctor told him it was his cereal. He was consuming too much soy, mm-hmm. which I believe a lot of vegetarians eat. That's how they get their protein, right? Yeah. So what... Uh, but uh, also uh, peanuts have it, right? Penis? Uh, peanuts. Peanuts have uh, soy in it? No, protein. Oh, protein, Is yeah. That nuts. Correct? Yeah, nuts, beans, that sort of thing. Legumes. Legumes. Yeah. But I do worry about that like, oh, that's what I did. or like you're saying you're not getting uh animal protein. Mm-hmm. That could affect everything. Something. I think you need a certain amount of animal flesh to yeah. have your best situation. We need animal flesh. Uh, yeah, I guess that's how we've evolved. Fresh and, animal flesh. Until we ne- take the next step in evolution. How do you know, how is it that when we evolved, and I asked Jerry this, and of course he had no answers for me on this one. Shocker. Why did we decide we're the only species that while we eat other animals, we, we cook them first? 
Why? Why, uh, did, why did we not evolve where I could just eat a chicken? It was, I'm sure we did at first, for the first, however, I like, when Homo sapiens evolved from Homo erectus, I think, mm-hmm. was the previous uh, ancestor, immediate ancestor of us, I'm sure we, we did not cook our meat at first. Like, I just grabbed the chicken and started chewing Or whatever, chewing you, on you, it. You, you slew a mammoth or yeah. whatever, or slew a, a giant ground sloth, yep. or whatever other Pleistocene megafauna, <laughs> big words, yeah. um, were around. Stabbed the buffalo and just ate it. Yeah. Um, But it was probably an accident that, you know, Grog had his thing and all of a sudden he tripped and fell into the fire and he then picked it out. I'm I'm still going to eat it. Yeah. Uh, And it probably was like, oh my God, this is awesome. Or like the smell of something cooking. Correct. So, right. Something like a buffalo caught on fire. And I was like, "Mm, you know what? Right. Right. A lightning strike uh, killed a buffalo, burned it. (laughs) And then they came upon it, but then you get another problem, especially in the in the Pleistocene, where there was a lot of large predators, and they would smell the meat cooking. So you had to be very careful. You had to then have weapons and or be in a secluded, defendable location. Wow! There's all these things that you know. It, the Earth was a very tough place yeah. for early man. Earth was a tough neighborhood. You know, we were not the apex predators by any means. We were hunted by uh, the saber-toothed cats, by... Saber-toothed cats were chasing us down? Yeah. Dire wolves, uh, saber-toothed cats, short-faced bears, all these other megafauna predators were out there. Attacking us. Sure. We were prey to them. We were prey. But still, in the natural world today, we would still be prey to a lion and cheetahs. For sure. If you... uh, Yes, absolutely. If there were enough of them when we were unarmed and in a you know in their territory for sure do you think they know better now have they they evolved to know that man may have weapons yes yes they have they have yeah so if a cheetah sees me in the jungle it it might not go after me well it depends again on that particular cheetah's life experience you know if he was raised by a mom who had some interaction with you know poachers and all that they see man, they run because the last time they saw man, well, you know, Jane got shot. Right. And uh, yeah, so they learn for sure. But yet the deer don't learn not to well, run on the highways. Again, they're stupid. Well, not to run on the highways. Well, that's, well, but they will run from men a lot of times. Yeah, time. no, they'll run from men. They'll run yeah. from cheetahs, definitely. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But they run into our highways. Yeah, that's a whole, that's, yeah, I'm not exactly sure why that happens. Where you Maybe, get hit with a uh, they're just not that. Smart, I guess. Yeah. But then again, people run into the street and get hit by cars all the time. That's true as well. Mm -hmm. And we're supposed to be the most evolved. Yes. Theoretically, we are. So I might give this Game Changers on uh, Game Changer on Netflix a shot. I'll give it a little. I do like watching like kind of food documentaries. Have you ever eaten Kashi? I have. Okay. My uh, brother-in-law was big into it. That's a brand name. Yeah. Yeah, like their cereals. Yeah, and like he poured it into the bowl, and I swear to God, it looked as if I went into out into my backyard in the fall or winter, raked up whatever was there, and put it in a bowl. I mean, it's gross. It sticks. It tastes awful. They had all. They have all different flavors. Yes, flavors so, of sticks. Yeah, so what I used to do is I would get a regular cereal that I liked, like, say, Cheerios. Oh, mix it. And then just one little scoop of kashi. Oh, okay. That's fine. Like the scoop of grape nuts in yeah. your yogurt or something. Yes. I like grape nuts. You a grape nuts uh, person? I've never really had grape nuts, but okay. I bet I would like them. Yeah. Crunchy. I yeah, love yeah, crunch. Yeah. But it's like a whole bowl of just grape nuts. No, you, you know, you, you mix no, it up. Too much work. Right. But you put it in yogurt or something. <laughs> Seems very crunchy and could hurt your teeth. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. All right. I have a letter here from uh, Nicole, who uh, is a big podcast listener. She follows us on Twitter. Okay. Um, Hi, Nicole. A, it's a bit of a lengthy uh, letter. So what I did is I just... Wow. I just... Oh, it's, it's not all those pages. Oh, okay. It's just these two. But I've I've gone through it. I've checkmarked the things I would like to discuss. Uh, checkmarked? Not highlighted? Not highlighted. I, okay. put, a, I put an arrow next I to see. what okay. I wanted to discuss. Interesting so the f- choice. First thing I wanted to discuss is uh, she writes... Uh, she talks about my 911 call, and she says, mm-hmm. most recently I called the non-emergency number for our city because we saw a duck in distress. We live on a very busy corner and intersection, and it's not someplace you would expect to see a duck. Mm-hmm. 
we could see that it was hurt and was afraid. It w- and, w- and we were afraid it would get hit by a car. Uh, I talked to the dispatcher who said she would try and s- get someone there soon. I tried calling animal control, uh, but no one answered. It reminded me of a time when the, I was living in the Basking Ridge condo. Mm-hmm. A duck got onto the roof and didn't know how to get off it. Hmm. How it, it flew? I don't know how it had to fly yeah. up on the roof. Or was it a juvenile? Maybe it didn't really have its full flight powers going on. I don't know, but it was upset that it was on the roof mm-hmm. and couldn't get off. And I did. I called. Uh, I think I called my condo association, mm-hmm. and they did come over, and we were all just kind of like looking up at this yes. goose or duck. Too bad uh, Peter didn't live in that area. Oh, Peter would have come and saved the duck. He'd have climbed right up on the climbed roof. the roof and get the duck, put it under its, his arms, and yeah. carried it out right into the pond. And I don't know if animal control came or what, but it was in dis- definitely in distress. But you're right. Shouldn't they be able to fly a duck? Yeah, unless it was injured or if it was a juvenile who just flew up there and was like oh crap now what <laughs> i'm screwed and it was a roof that had like a, a, a the peak of a triangle yes so it was walking up that part uh-huh. and it was like very upset mm-hmm. you're welcome that i came to your rescue there you go well to some you, point. you didn't did uh, what, what what ultimately you know can't leave people hanging yeah what happened I, ultimately it got down i don't know how oh, okay. i think we were waiting for animal control and eventually and it now must it have has just, little ducklings of its own and, and now it's it, a little it's, uh, very happy. of its own. And uh, everything's good. Nicole also says in this uh, letter, she says, uh, the next topic I'd like to discuss is the Eddie Scazzeri. I'll save that for my next letter. Wow. Okay. So she's going to do a whole letter about you. Okay. I look forward to that. And she says, uh, your mailroom is terrible, so I'm sure you'll get this after Thanksgiving. I sent we, this before Thanksgiving. Which we did, right? We did, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. I guess we could go to the mailroom. Yeah, it seems like a lot. It does. It's like, you know. Unless there's cash involved, it's a lot of oh, work. If it was cash involved, or yeah, I'd be waiting outside the mailroom door. Hey, let me in. <laughs> or fun food or something. Yeah, something good. Uh, here's something I think you would be interested in seeing, although it's a documentary that apparently right now is only on the Cincinnati area ABC affiliate. Okay. It, it ran uh, two nights ago. Is it about Boomer? It is not. Okay. It is about the 1979 concert. In Cincinnati. Oh, the Who concert. The Who concert yeah. where... Seven people? Died? 11 people. Eleven. 11 people died when there was a rush to the front of the stage and they were trampled and didn't know it. And they got Pete Townsend and Roger Daltrey for this documentary. Mm-hmm. Got to get this up on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, I know that affected them. They were, you know, obviously. It was a terrible situation. Actually, this says you can you can watch it on WCPO.com. Okay, so it is on the station the internet, website, so yeah. To speak. It says uh, adultery and Townsend sat down. Pete Townsend said, "I'm still traumatized by it. Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing to have in your autobiography that you know, eleven kids died at one of your concerts. Yeah, it's strange, disturbing, and a heavy load to carry. And I, I don't know. Were you a WKRP? A watcher. I was. I don't remember a lot of their episodes. Though. Okay. There is an episode where it must have just happened and they referenced it and were, you know, it was like for, uh, you know, for them, it was a very somber, yeah, different kind of episode. And it wasn't the whole episode, but it was at least like the last 10 minutes or something yeah. like that. So I, I that stuck in my head. But there is a, a KRP in Cincinnati episode about that this was apparently a time where when they had general admission on the floor everyone gathered outside the arena and then they'd open the doors and it was a mad rush it was like the oklahoma land rush everyone wanting to get right. in the front and 11 11 people died mm. being trampled trampled to death imagine that. trampled to death and supposedly that they didn't tell the who because they didn't want them to cancel the show. And create a riot. And create a riot. Right. But that's wild. Yeah. Oh, my God. I would like to see that documentary like, But that. what, these people are being carried out, and then people don't know that they're really, that they're dead or seriously effed up? Right. And they have never played Cincinnati since. Yeah. And they're going to 
uh, on this current tour that they're on. Oh, wow. It's going to be the very first time that oh, they're that's, going. See, now that, I'm sure, is going to be very emotional for them. Yeah, I want to see if it has the date. I know that they, they did uh, this. Uh, this doesn't have it. Who's it says, drumming and, and bass for them? Uh, Do you know that? I don't know the bass player, but the drummer is still uh, uh, Zach Starkey. Who? Who had, he's been with them for what twenty yeah, years? That's uh, Ringo Starr's son. But yeah, but he was not. He wasn't there right after Keith Moon died. No, Keith Moon died, and then they went to Kenny Jones, who was more like a timekeeper. Didn't really fit with what they did, right? And then when they went on that reunion tour in '89, they they toured with a guy named Simon Phillips, who I think played in Pete Townsend's is solo the, band. Uh, is that the um, where I? I think we both saw the show, not together. We didn't know each other, obviously. Yeah. In the Meadowlands. Yeah. In yeah. 89. Yeah. That was the Kids Are All Right tour. Yes. That guy was very good, yeah. like explosive drummer. Right, right. Like Moon. Yeah. And then uh, he toured with them for a number of years, and then uh, the Zach Starkey uh, started doing it. Mm-hmm. So I might check that out. It says there's also a companion podcast, Eddie. Is Zach Starkey considered a better drummer than his father? Hmm. I think Ringo really got a bad rap. Like, yes. you know, he's underrated. I mean, the songs were what they were. Right. Didn't really, you know, he has the one drum solo at the, you know, the last song of the last album of the Beatles. What's that one called again? Uh, It's called The End. Yeah, where he goes. Right. 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 That's my Zach Starkey impression. It's pretty good. That was your Ringo impression. Oh, my Ringo. That's my Ringo impression. Do I have any other stories here for you? Eddie? I don't know, Al. <clears throat> oh, I thought you would like this. Okay. This is the 10 countries that watched the most pornography in 2019. Okay, United States is on the list. United States is number one. Okay, the UK is on the list. Number two. Okay, uh, let me think. Then it gets interesting, right? Who else? Germany. Mm-hmm. Germany's number seven. Okay. Uh, good call, good call. Germany, uh, number seven. Oh, boy. Czechoslovakia. Uh, no, not on the list. Damn. I was on a roll there. Number three, India. Okay, interesting. Number four, Japan. I should have guessed that. They, they're their own category on a lot of yes, pornography yes, sites, yes. Japanese. Uh, people... Right, and then uh, like a, a cartoon porn or something yes. is a thing. Yep. Which I do not get. Me neither. Uh, so it goes USA, UK, India, Japan, Canada. Okay. Our brothers to the north. Oh, Canada. France. And now this is, I guess, per, not, not, I guess they do a percentage by population. Yes. uh, Let's see how they do it. Because Canada doesn't have like as many people as New York City, I don't think. Right. That's probably true. Uh, Let's see. Porn industry is worth $97 billion, it says. Wow. Uh, Rounding out the others, France, Germany, Italy, Mm -hmm. Australia, and the Philippines. Okay. I thought some of these countries' pornography would be illegal yeah maybe i don't know what the philippines uh situation is in terms of their you know how close to a theocratic society theocratic um but i guess it's not like i would have thought india not big on porn but they're into the pornography yeah well top three i think it's okay with that uh you know the hindu religion and yeah i guess and uh very interesting uh the guest we had mr adami is that his name? Guy Adami Guy from Adami. Uh, CNBC. Um, that he is a uh, seeing eye puppy raiser. Yes. As uh, my wife and I were for many years. Right. He just got eight. into this uh, yeah. thing. And I uh, I would like to talk to him about what his experience was the, the first time they took the dog back. Right. And After you're done training. Oh, my God. It floored me. Really? Grief. Oh. Even though you knew going in, knew, you would uh, yeah, be training this it, dog. I was not prepared for the depth of the grief. Really? Yeah. Now, the other times, I was prepared for it. still hurt, but I knew it was coming. I was unprepared for it. Oh, killed me. Really? Mm-hmm. Even though you had other... Did you have other dogs at home at the time? We did not have our own dog. Oh, so uh, you were in at, an empty house after that. Well, no. We had all, we had overlapped with our second dog for the seeing eye. Oh, okay. Gusto was our first. Gusto. And then Harley, who actually came back to us. He became a breeder, and they gave him back to us after they bred him. He just died last year, but we had Harley for about a month. We had the two of them. We overlapped, which they don't really do anymore. Yeah. Um. So it was, uh, you know, I we still had Harley, but it was like I was literally on the floor for like an hour. 
It was awful. I'm still getting choked up yeah. about it. Could you tell if Harley was upset Gusto was gone? Uh, yeah, he was very young. He was probably about, I would say, two months. No, I'm sorry, three months at the time. And he was like, you know, I think he just liked playing with Gusto. Right. You know, yeah, play pal. Uh, and then, of course, the animals, dogs especially, can pick up when you're upset. Right. So, so yeah, I'm sure he was affected. Yeah, I wonder how this guy, Adami, handled that. Yeah. I'll Does he put listen you in to touch. the podcast? Uh, I'm not sure if he's a podcast guy. Okay. He's a classic FAN listener. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he sounds like it. But I'll, I will. Uh, I I text with him sometimes. I'll text him and ask him. And I wonder if this new uh, Mets owner. Yeah. I wonder if he is a fan guy. Oh, it's like a WFAN. Yeah. Right. He says he's a longtime Mets fan. Right. Yeah. So it's possible, although like he's at such a level of like richness and all, yeah. and you know maybe he it doesn't really jive with his life and work now but it would be kind of cool these guys when they get in the car they'll still pop it on i would hope so yeah i would hope so Hmm. me too Mm. i love like when to know that is the cool thing about broadcasting in new york you don't like i would think the same thing about new york and la is there can be celebrities listening to you right right that's cool yeah and there's like uh because i you know i listen to that uh uh AM Coast to Coast with yeah. George Nori. Um, it's a middle of the night show about there, aliens. There and are such. like he's and he's had like celebrities who will call in and who are just so into his show for whatever reason. Uh, and I want to say it was one of the Eagles was into his show. I I could be getting this totally. One of the musical Eagles, yes. Uh, and used to call in, um, you know, and he obviously has celebrity guests, if you will, but the people who actually are listening to the show who are celebrities but like you say you never know can happen anywhere maybe don felder of the eagles he yeah. seems like a guy who would like aliens. Who it was joe oh. walsh i bet would love alien talk maybe there's someone out there who is also a george nori person oh. a little crossover with the alan jerry listener and the um george nori am coast to coast and who and prior to that it was art bell yes he is the one who sort of Made uh, the brand, if you will. Are they similar shows once Art Bell left and George Nori took over? Well, I only picked it up, I would say, when I started working for Boomer and Carton back in 2007. Oh, for when the drive-in. I, correct. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Uh, <laughs> Had you heard about it previously? No. Or you're just bouncing around the dial? Yes, And exactly. you clicked that. Do you remember the first thing you heard? Like, what were they talking about? Were you like, what is this? It I had mean- to be either either ghosts or Bigfoot or aliens. <laughs> one of those three things. Now, as the show has gone on, uh, George Norrie has sort of evolved. And I honestly do not like it as much. Yeah, um, He'll have a lot of medical talk. Uh, a lot of stuff about the power grid um, and just all sort of non coast to coast. So Art Bell really focused. He had he had oh, the yeah, mythical yeah. creature, oh, so yeah, type Bigfoot of thing. and a Loch Ness monster, <laughs> ghost, the whole thing. That was it. Yeah, from what I know, this is from you know what I'm understanding from people who were listening at that time. But Nori has moved away. You know, he'll still do maybe forty percent. But it's a lot of other stuff, which is just like, ugh. Yeah. You know, let me talk about the guy who went missing in the woods and like there were alien sightings and stuff like that. (laughs) You know, that's what I'm listening for. (laughs) I don't care about the, you know, the power grid implications and, you know, it's a little too much politics for me. So when, when he takes calls from people that claim to have seen strange things, does he take them serious? Oh, 100%. He does. Yes. Even he, if they sound ridiculous? Yeah, and you can kind of tell when, like, he kind of sort of, uh, you know, sort of placates them and say, oh, you know. If like when he's generally interested and when he's just trying not to be mean to them. Yeah, you can tell the difference. Yeah. Yeah, for the most part. See, I would like to check out, I w- I'm sure I could find on YouTube, like, classic Art Bell oh, yeah. segments specifically about aliens. Well, there's a Coast to Coast has a website. Oh, they do? Yeah, you just Google it, and they have all their really? stuff archived. They may have the Art Bell stuff. I'm not sure. I think it's, is it, it's what, Premiere? Premiere, oh, it yeah, did yeah. for years, yeah. Was so, the syndicator. You know, they. I'm sure they own all that stuff. But, right. But, you know, if, like, there's something occasionally where, you know, it's like a really, because I, I listen to books on tape now coming in, um, but if there's something when I'm, I'm listening in the shower to Coast to Coast, 
uh, if there's something really compelling, I'll, I'll just make a note to go listen to the the end of it on the website. And did he pass this Art Bell? I believe Art is dead. And now he's a ghost calling in. Yes, That'd be great if the a, Art Bell ghost would call in that's correct. to his show. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Someone should do that as a character. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm Art Bell's ghost. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> oh, we have different voices when we... Uh, uh, where are you calling? Heaven. heaven. Yeah, I'm, in, uh, I'm in heaven now. It's really awesome up here. Mm-hmm. All right, warm-up program is next. First, the warm-up program from this morning with CeeLo. Right. Then the warm-up program from yesterday with Jerry. That was a miss. So yeah. I'm sorry Bonus. for all you people. I made a mistake. My mistake, I apologize. My mistake as well. For the, uh, you got, uh, you had to listen to the Al and uh, CeeLo yeah. warm-up from Tuesday from twice. From Tuesday, right. That was a double screw-up. That, that passed, this podcast has what we thought was in penetrable double security yeah you double safety me, protocol boom and it boom got lost and it yeah still got lost in the shuffle it does all right warm up is next See you. good morning campers it's the warm-up show with alan jerry the shortest show on WFAN. The shortest show, but the best show also. That was voted on by the people who vote. So thank you for that. Uh, Jerry is in Chicago doing Cowboys Bears tonight. So CeeLo joins me. It's hard for you to keep track now, right? Because he's making so many different trips across the country. He's right? so involved. He does Rutgers. Yes. He's doing Cowboys. Now he's doing the Cowboy game tonight with former Cowboy quarterback Danny White, a Jerry Recco boyhood Hero. How about that? Jerry once dressed uh, for Halloween as Danny White. Does the dream come true? But he's done it before, has he not? Yeah, he has right. uh, once or twice. Uh, I also was a huge Danny White fan growing up. Who was your guy uh, growing up, CeeLo? You're a much uh, younger fellow. Oh, I was a Phil Sims guy. Phil Sims? Yeah. So like, if you got to call a game with Phil Sims? Oh, well, I've gotten to work on a show here with Phil Sims in studio. And does Phil He's Sims... A tremendous, nice, very nice gentleman. Does he know your love of him? Uh, no, your no, we didn't boyhood go that far. Dressing up in the number 11. That's right. I think that was the first giant jersey I ever owned was a Phil Sims jersey. Now, How's I that possible? Because I had a Phil Sims jersey. How's that possible? And I'm 50. Well, I was, I mean... I'm a man. Okay. So, how he, old were you? Were you were a kid when you had the Phil Oh, I was a kid, yeah. Mm. That's right. I looked like a kid in the photo. I well, mean, I caught him towards the tail end of his career, okay. but he still was the quarterback when I was first beginning to watch Giant games. So, Plus, my dad was a Giant fan, so he just gave me, yeah, hey, Phil Sims is the quarterback. Here's the, here's the jersey. All right. And now there's a picture of you, which I've seen as a young man with a Danny White jersey. I have a Danny White jersey on. I have a Phil Sims jersey on. I was a big jersey guy back then. Love the jersey. You have to remember also that, so I'm about, when they won the second, their second Super Bowl in you know the 90 season, which was the Jeff Hostetler year, I'm four. Now, shortly thereafter, as his career is coming to an end, the Giants are transitioning into a dark age of quarterbacks. Right. So there wasn't, there wasn't a lot to choose from there. The, you know, so Danny you went, Cannell, Dave Brown, Kent Graham. You went throwback instead. Bill Sims throwback. It was just like, it was, you know, it was still in. All right. At an LT jersey, you know, Rodney Hampton. How'd that work out for you as a role model? Uh, well, not People so much still love LT. Model, oh, they do. The guy's been the worst just human watch being. watch him on this, NF, this NFL countdown they've yeah. been doing with sitting at the table with Belichick, swapping stories about being late for meetings and yeah. games and practices because he's playing golf and they're yucking it up. Yeah, I don't yeah, like well, that. Yeah. And uh, we have highlights going on in here. What does Cream City mean <laughs> for the Milwaukee Bucks? What is Cream? Um, I wasn't, re- I was a little concerned about that myself this morning when I saw these same highlights about an hour ago. Like, what type of cream in, I don't is know, in Milwaukee? I don't know, but that's a, that is, you know, some cities have nicknames. Apparently, Cream City is, is connected with Milwaukee. Well, it's a big dairy state. It's a dairy state? Yes. Mm. You know, the, the, the cheese heads and... Yeah, I see this these trucks on the Jersey Turnpike. There's a, a brand of uh, milk called Cremo Land. <laughs> yes! That's right. That's I think they make odd. the little, the little, you yeah. know, the creamers for yeah. coffee. You see those sometimes as well. And they always have uh, signs on the back. Uh, Need a job? Come drive for Cremo Land. <laughs> CeeLo, big news going on here, though. Uh, Steve Cohen. Yeah. A really hedge, rich. hedge fund billionaire is going to uh, be taking over the Mets, evidently. Mm-hmm. He's a hedge fund guy. They always seem slimy to me. Well, he's got, he's got some questionable history as well yeah. if you, you dig deep not that i know all the details yeah. but 
I some insider trading issues. Yeah, I'm not fully aware of what hedge fund guys do. Mm. I just know they always, handle a lot of money. That's yeah, they seem they like they're up to something. Yes. They're well, a little shady. And I enjoy this. So depending on which list you check, yeah. right? One whether it's Forbes or Bloomberg or whatever, he's he's his net worth is valued between about nine or thirteen billion dollars. So a margin of error of roughly four billion dollars. You know. <laughs> Give or take. <laughs> right. <laughs> Give or take a couple billion. Guy and has an art collection reportedly worth over a billion dollars. Yes, he's an avid art collector and once spent $141 million on something called man pointing. Yes. Which I saw KFC over at the Barstool tweeted out the picture of man pointing. It doesn't look like... Right. It's like a stick figure. Who cares? 141 mil. It kind of looks like a, if a stick figure w- w- was laying in mud and then stood up. <laughs> That's what man pointing is. I read this also in the story he has like a sculpture with frozen blood or something like oh. that and a shark in formaldehyde. Very strange. He also has a 6,700 square foot ice skating rink in his home with his own Zamboni. Nice. Must be nice. That is nice, yeah. All right, so he's taking over the Mets. That's right. And I keep reading, it's like, oh, no, he can't take over for five years. Then others say, no, he could start spending right away if he wants. I feel like that's a a title situation where the Wilpons, okay, we'll still keep our titles for five years, but if this deal goes through and this guy purchases 80% of the team, it's his money, majority owner, he's calling the shots, No. Why, if I'm Steve Cohen, why would I say, here's 80%, but you guys decide what to do? See in five years. Right, yeah. I'll start making I'll decisions. I'll check back with you then. Now, can he spend as much money as he wants in baseball? Yeah, like as if long he wants as he's having, willing to pay the luxury tax, yeah. If he wants to have a $1 billion payroll, sure, he can do that. Well, the luxury tax would be extreme, but yeah. Hmm. All right. For sure. And that's why people that know him say he hates to lose and he will spend basically like a drunken sailor. Right. So it's going to be maybe the polar opposite of what we've been experiencing with the Wilpons. Are you saying they love to lose? Um, I don't know if I'd quite term it that way. I'd right. say that they're uh, very careful about the investments that they make. I see. Especially in recent years. After the, uh, you know, yeah, you know, that whole thing that came thing, out. Right, yeah. And uh, also big news yesterday. Yesterday afternoon when I would like kind of go through Twitter and I start insane. looking at news, it was awesome. Yeah. You had... Mets are being uh, being sold to Steve Cohen. You had Zach Wheeler going to the Phillies. You had Daniel Jones' uh, ankle situation. So Eli Manning's going to start Monday Incredible. night. I mean, tremendous. Baker Mayfield, mama didn't raise a wuss. Right. What was that about his hand injury? Yeah, because he hasn't thrown yet. And people were like, are you going to be able to play Sunday? Yeah. yeah, I'll be fine. Mama didn't raise a wuss. Mama didn't raise a wuss. Any one of these alone could carry sports radio. That's right. You got all these in one afternoon. We got a lot to cover. I love that Eli Manning's coming back because really there's no point watching these Giants games. Now I'm interested Monday night. Are you though? Really? I am. I really am. What? Wh- all right. Let me ask it this way. Were you interested after week two when they were 0-2 nope. before they made, made the move to Daniel Jones? Uh, then when, No, but then when Daniel Jones right, showed up, okay. interested again. So now that they're going back to the guy you weren't interested in, yep. you're once again interested. Once again interested. And why is that? Because, you know, it's this era of, you know, we're in the Christmas spirit. Um, uh, what's that? Uh, Frosty the Snowman uh-huh. had some magic in that old cap. The, the, the pipe? Eddie, was the, the magic in the cap or the pipe? Old black hat. Oh, oh I would have assumed must... the pipe. Usually the magic's in the pipe, you know? That's a different pipe. <laughs> there must have been some magic in that old black hat he had. I don't think that's they found. found. They found. <laughs> that's what Eli Manning's going to put that. Frosty the Snowman helmet on. Yeah. Is he? Is the offensive line putting that hat on? (laughs) He doesn't need it with the magic hat. When his spleen gets lacerated in the second quarter because, you know, the offensive line can't keep him upright, what happens then? Al, stop it with the offensive line, right? Enough with the offensive line. Okay. Listen. The the young rookie who can move is getting sacked left and right. This is a a wily veteran who's been sitting on the bench Mm -hmm. stewing. Here's what's going to happen. Saquon Barkley's going to have 15 catches for 43 yards. That's the way it's going to go Monday night. A lot of swing passes. Dump off. Dump off. Screen pass. Check pass. And Eli with the screen passes, he throws them like 100 miles an hour right at your crotch. Mm. So Saquon might want to wear a cup on Monday night just to make sure he's covered there. I think there's going to be some magic in that old black hat they found. Right, Eddie? When yes, Eli yes, put uh, and by the way, I I, I don't want to come across as an Eli hater. I Sounds love Eli, like but the ship has sailed. So I'm giving him one. I want one more. 
Well, you're going to probably get four more. Just, just, just oh. so prepare yourself. No, I want one more okay. against well. the Phil- Philadelphia Eagles. It would be cool if he just knocked the Eagles out oh. of the playoffs. It would be tremendous. It just dominated. The, like, we need the Eli that shows up on those. We need to go on the road four times in the playoffs right. and win. You've got to trick guy. him into that it's the playoffs. Right. And then he'll be fine. Right. Eli. Right. Oh, that's what you do. You're right. Well, it's a big playoff game. They should have, like, uh, Kim Jones or whatever go up to him. Uh, Eli, it's a big playoff game. You've been here before. What are you expecting? He'd be like, oh, my God, it's a playoffs? Playoffs? Mm-hmm. Eli would be like, oh, well, you know, mm-hmm. make some plays. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, first first answer. Yeah, business mm-hmm. as usual. Going to get the game plan. You know, we know the defense. Familiar. Mm-hmm. Missed being out Great. there. Mm-hmm. It'll, be the, it'll be one year to the day, Monday night, since his last victory. Did you know that? I did not know that. Bang. Oh, you're full of information. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's take a break. When we come back, I have two stories involving Lamar Jackson. Two interesting stories. Uh, take it away, Eddie Scazzeri. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, CeeLo sitting in for Jerry today. Steve Cohen's got a lot of money. He's apparently buying the Mets. So the Nets with a win last night, and the Giants will get Eli Manning back as the starting quarterback Monday night against the Eagles. Al, go ahead. During the break, I Googled Cream City yeah. to figure out why Milwaukee is called Cream City. Uh has nothing to do with the dairy land, oh, Eddie. Right. It has to do with the uh, cream-colored bricks that they built oh, all their buildings. Yes. Cremo land. <laughs> Cremo land bricks. <laughs> I have two Lamar Jackson stories. What is I'll, cream? I will get to them quickly. Uh, one, the Pope, for whatever reason, was given a Pope Francis uh, Ravens jersey, which Lamar Jackson signed. <laughs> what is he going to do with that? I don't know. Clam up. With it. Clam up. Excellent question. Like, where does that go? It's handed to the Pope. <laughs> he hands it to another person. Where Where is it right now? Well, that's know. why you're a clown. Bye. Goodbye. They stow that for the next time they pick a pope when they need to, the white smoke. They burn the jersey. And, well, they don't have white in their jerseys. Is it so. in his office? I don't know, man. That's my Ravens jersey. Lamar Jackson signed. <clears throat> Somewhere in the Vatican today. Yes. We're celebrating Lamar Jackson. Someone's going to get that for Christmas. Whoever's on Pope's Christmas list. A Pope Francis Ravens jersey signed by Lamar Jackson. They do a little a little regift out there in the Vatican. Regifting out there. Secret Santa in the Vatican. Secret Santa. <laughs> Francis. Who's Francis on the Ravens? Uh, and then a very controversial uh, thing involving Lamar Jackson. Uh, the 49ers have suspended their radio broadcaster, Tim Ryan, for comments made during the Niners-Ravens game. When he said of Lamar Jackson... Was it during the game or I, after on a radio show? Sorry, go ahead. I don't read these articles yeah. all the way through, CeeLo. I, I realized that after I started speaking. It was quotes, though. He said, uh, with the dark skin, with the dark football, with a dark uniform, it was very hard to tell when he had the football. How, I mean... Well, that'll get you suspension. Yeah. How do you not realize that right. as you're speaking out loud? As he's saying, he's like, this is not coming out as I had... <laughs> Imagined it. How do you not right away just fall on the sword? Yeah. I mean. My bad. God. This doesn't make any sense. So, yeah. So, I had two Lamar Jackson stories. One funny, one not. One involving. It's another two-day Yankees off-season box office blitz. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Right, here we go. It's a Wednesday morning. They call it hump day for some. For Al Dukes, it's just a normal, boring midweek day. But he's fired up today. Tell us why, Al Dukes. Oh, hi, Jerry. You were in Pittsburgh last night. About six hours ago. <laughs> I meant to ask you before you headed out there. Yeah. I wanted to see if you could figure out for me, why do the Steelers only have their logo on one side of the helmet? What else you I would have loved you to ask somebody out there. Like some of the old time, like who do you think I spoke to? I would say you look for the older gentleman. I didn't see anybody? An older Pittsburgh no. guy who's been I in like, the business. People ask me, "Well, you were in Pittsburgh. What'd yeah. you do there?" Nothing. He went, I was in the hotel. I went to practice. I had a meal. I went to the game. They have a Mister Rogers from Mister Rogers museum. Neighborhood Museum. Yeah. We did pass by a big billboard for that. A billboard. Yes, on the way from the hotel to the arena, I did see the billboard for that. I couldn't imagine going through that. What am I going to look at that puppet with the crown on its head? I maybe you might be the surprised. King puppet. You know what's funny about that though? When we went to Pittsburgh a few years ago, we took the kids to see a Penguins game just to do something during the holiday break. We went to the Pittsburgh Museum. Figured, I mean, how bad is this? But it was like, what the hell? It was early in the day, and it was really cool. So perhaps the Mister Rogers Museum. 
I mean, someone in this room went and saw the movie, and it wasn't me. I did. I saw that <laughs> Saturday night. You might actually night. enjoy the museum. So how do you know unless you go try You're it? right. I may like it, and I'm sure someone will hit me up on Twitter to answer that Steelers question. Or nobody cares. The one logo. Yes. They'll only team, Jerry. I, I get it. The Browns have no logo. That is true. The Steelers have one logo. Right. The Bengals have just the weird stripes, also unique. Everybody else, back mm-hmm. to normal. That is true. And back in the day, if you got football cards, no logos because they didn't have the deal with the league. Right. That always threw me off as yes. a kid. I had the Danny White one where he's in Philadelphia. He's under center looking, <laughs> and it's just a gray slate helmet. <laughs> right. So they just photoshopped whatever photoshop yeah. they had back in the 70s the and 80s and took out the star. Yep. Then I also saw, like, in training camp, sometimes the teams don't put the stickers on the helmets. We have to earn them. Uh, is that what it is? I don't know. Some of them I just think didn't want to waste the stickers back in the 80s. That's why I thought, too, sometimes they were taken in training that camp. That is true, because Boomer said he was only given, like, two pairs of sweatpants for yeah. the season. Wash them often. Yes, wash them. Do not throw work. them out. Yeah. Jerry, did you see, I often look at the business section of the newspaper. Is this about the Yankees and Amazon? Yeah. I did see this. I'm a businessman, Jerry. No, I like to see how my stocks are doing. But in there, it's... panic when they go down. <laughs> Oh my gosh, the stock. That's why I keep reading now. It's like the stock market is going to crash. I'm like, should you I be should cash out. Taking all of my money. Cash out, out now. But the, I see in the business section that the Yankees are either doing a deal or trying to do a deal or rumored to be dealing with Amazon for to stream games as soon as next year. I like the way you just phrased that because the headline reads that the deal is basically, yeah. you know, if you read the headline, it seems like, wow, the deal's done. Then you read the article, maybe. Right. There's a lot of hurdles that they have to clear to do it. But it is interesting that all of a sudden, because you can't, if you have the MLB app, you can't stream a local game, but you can stream the local game if you have the SNY or the Yes app or like Fox, whatever the hell it is. This, I guess, would bypass all of that. And you could just, the example they gave in the paper was 99 bucks. You could get the season. Right. It's interesting. And they said they may, may be able to do some games next year. Not the 2020 them, season. But not all of them. But the hope is then the season after that, maybe they can do all of the games. They're hoping, Jerry, to get millennials. Yeah, I guess their ratings were down, what, 17%, they said? Yeah, and they even, were damn good this year. They were damn good, Jerry. Well, I think ratings in general are down. There's too many choices. Too many choices. Too That's much what to I watch. Said. Too much to listen to. Let's get it back to three or four channels, and then we have three or four choices. <laughs> Why not? We have all these podcasts. Yeah, we've got too many podcasts to listen to. How about to. this? Four channels on TV. Okay. Four billion podcasts. <laughs> that seems that fair. Off. It's not that far off. Four channels on television, four billion podcasts. You think, Everyone gets you one. You think podcasting is big in like Uruguay? Is this a country, Uruguay? <laughs> no. You don't? No. I think it's got to be a very developed. Indonesia. I'm not you sure think podcasting? What, their, what their development is. If it's a, if it's a technologically advanced Country, okay. Dubai. Dubai, yes. Oh, I so bet you, you think you go online right now yeah. and you could get a podcast that originates from Dubai? I do. Do you think they speak English or do they speak Dubaian? That I don't know. <laughs> That's whatever, a great question. Whatever language. I speak. don't know uh, the languages uh, around uh, I, I the did, world. I thought of you. So we got on the plane uh, in Pittsburgh at, I guess it was 1 a.m. Sounds normal, yes. I know. And I figured I can't sleep on a plane. So I downloaded a meditation yeah. podcast. Oh. It was 38 minutes. Yeah. And like, I figured, give me two minutes and I'll pass out. Three minutes in, I'm like, what the hell is Was it this? all about focusing on your breath? I one point, no. At one point he goes, feel your eyebrows or your eyelids drop. Yes. Wait, wait, shut them, you mean? It was the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Relax your toes. That's that's what it sounded like. Yes, and then they go up your body. Relax your. I mean, and people kneecaps. use this like yeah. this works. Oh, that then they'll tell you. Meditation has transformed my life. I can't get anything out of <laughs> I it. I got nothing out of it. I was awake the whole time. Me too. It did not work. Jerry, your main man Jerry Jones yesterday. Yes, said that he thinks Jason Garrett. Will be a head coach in the NFL oh, next year. Oh, no, he didn't say the Cowboys, did he? But he did not mention the Dallas Cowboys. Should we read into this? I think you can read into that. I think Jason Garrett, <laughs> if he doesn't win the next four games and then a couple of games in the playoffs, will be seeking new employment next year. And Ron Rivera was fired. Yeah, how about that? Would you rather? Would do you think Giants fans would rather have Ron Rivera or Jason Garrett if given the I choice? Say, and Shermer's out. If I had to make a guess, I would say they'd rather Ron Rivera. But I don't know. You'd have to ask a Giant fan. 
You're not one. I'm not one. Eddie's not one. We're 0 for 3. Hey, Giants fans. <laughs> oh, I, we hear a poll. Oh, definitely doing a poll today. And there you go. On the Boomer and Geo Morning Show Twitter account. Yeah. I'm going to, it's going to say this. Giants fans, who would you rather have? Ron Rivera, Jason Garrett, and or that's a baboon? <laughs> I'm not giving them a Why? choice of baboon. Why? Because then that'll tell you what everybody thinks about those two. It'll ruin the poll. No, you it won't. can't put a funny, because everyone always okay. goes for the tool answer. About, all right, how about this? Or Todd Bowles? I'm not putting Todd Bowles. That's Why? not realistic. Well, sure it is. He's a coordinator this year, he could be up for work. <laughs> I think that's a. I think that's legit. Okay, Garrett Rivera Bowles. And don't vote Bowles just to be stupid. <laughs> Only if you truly believe. That'd it. That'd be awesome if it comes back seventy percent. Todd Bowles. <laughs> I forward it right to him, Todd. <laughs> you might need be you. the new coach of the Giants. <laughs> we need you back in the city. Just Todd. send it to Stephen Tish. Tish didn't exactly give uh, Pat Shermer a vote of confidence yesterday, but David Fisdale continues to have a job. So what Tish said, be patient, Giants fans. Yeah, I guess Bruce Beck asked him the message to Giant fans, and it was patience. Patience. He's having patience. For him to have patience, he's asking the Giant fan to continue having patience. And then after the season, they will evaluate. Yes, he said he and John Mara will get together and discuss. They're not going to Ron Rivera him in the middle no, even the end of the season. It was not. Now, they play the Dolphins, don't they? Uh, yes. I suppose if they yes. lost to the Dolphins and the Eagles, and they're 2-12 and 12 at that point. Actually, they play the uh, Eagles this coming week, Monday right. night. And then I think, that, I think the Dolphins are after that. It's possible. Who knows? What if I they get know. their butt kicked by the Eagles? I mean, look what the Dolphins just did to the Eagles. Right. So who knows? Uh, yeah, that game's in Philly. But the Giants generally, I shouldn't say this, but they usually do play tough against the Eagles in Philly. So they should give you something this weekend. If history repeats itself. All right. I think we have to take a break I'll be looking for something then. Uh, When we come back, I have no idea what Al has on his plate. I usually do. This time I don't. So he's going to surprise you. That's a radio tease. Radio magic on the other side. Plus Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. We got a couple more minutes to the top. Stupidity in the studio. Al Dukes, I don't mean you. Oh, thank you, Jerry. Um, I don't know. The Devils lost and the Islanders like lost. What else? They did. So this uh, Greg Schiano thing at Rutgers is a done deal, Jerry. We got the numbers. Press conference at 10 a.m. Eight years, $32 million. Now. And then I, there's incentives, yes. I did the division on that. Oh, that Jesus. comes to $4 million a year. You're a very smart man. Yeah. Uh, and then I immediately saw, like, and this would be me, you know, where, you, where people go, they're going to give him $4 million, but they can't fix the library, one of these things. Right. But I guess this happens all over. We just don't ever hear it around here because no one really follows college football locally. I, I don't, What are you asking me? What am I asking you, Jerry? I don't know. Here's what I'm asking like you. You're in a, in a cul-de-sac right now. And Isn't you're... $4 million a year a lot for a Rutgers head football coach? No, it's not for a Big Ten football coach, no. Mm. It's actually the lower third. Really? Yeah. How about that? Hmm. Lower third. So you're saying... Let me do, do some math. math, Al. Let me do the math on this one, Jerry. But he's, he can make more money with incentives, and they will make that money back. And are they going to give him all those things he wanted, building new buildings? I believe through private funding. Private will, funding? Yes, that is going to be part of it. Yes. Does that mean boosters? No, Al. <laughs> you would never mind. <laughs> hey, you're just a dope. This I would morning. love to be a booster. Uh, uh, Greg, why do the Steelers only have a logo on one yeah, side of their you helmet? You worked there. I had you that were question from Pittsburgh, earlier. Pittsburgh, man. I actually used to know the answer to that. Oh. It's another oh. Yankees offseason box office blitz. <laughs> be listening this hour and every hour through 6 p.m.